Welcome to the Modern Miss Mason podcast. I'm your host, Leah Bowden, and over here we learn from, celebrate and lean into the teachings of educator Charlotte Mason, whilst focusing on how they truly impact a 21st century expression of childhood, motherhood and education. Welcome back to the Modern Miss Mason podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I am going to answer the question or try to, where do I start with the Charlotte Mason philosophy? It is uh, something that I'm hearing a lot more since I've published the Modern Miss Mason book. I recognise that there are lots of people gathering, coming new to the podcast, new to my Instagram page or my website and and also over on the collective my membership and they are brand new they are either new to homeschooling and have young children or they are new to this idea of a charlotte mason approach to education you know wanting to understand the philosophy and her method so hello to you all if that is the question you are asking i would also say maybe you're listening and you think oh i've been you know, studying the Charlotte Mason philosophy for a long time, or I've been home educating for a long time, I think I've got this down. I would say, as I say this to myself, there's always time for a a refresher and to go back to basics. Just to go back to, hang on, what are those, you know, small steps to refreshing? And if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed as well in your stage of home education, this might be a helpful one for you to kind of draw back again and start to take those foundational steps forward. Before I jump into all that, I just want to quickly say, if you are listening to this live on Friday the 24th of February 2023 or Friday the 20, uh, Saturday the 25th of February, um, it is workshop weekend over on The Collective. The Collective is the Modern Myth Mason um membership it's £4.99 a month and you get um, a live interactive session every single week as well as and they include a book club um, a live coaching session for for the group um, a monthly workshop and a um, a writing room for those who want to do a little bit of writing or explore their creativity. As well as all that, you instantly get added to the Charlotte Mason Unbox course. You get a whole year's worth of workshops and you get the audio experience from last year's Modern Miss Mason conference. So that is a collective. It's absolutely brilliant. We're gathering there from all over the world, but it is workshop weekend. So tomorrow, Saturday evening, the 25th of February, Our workshop is all about how do you take the Charlotte Mason philosophy and kind of shape it into your day, your week, your month. So we're going to look at schedules, timetables, rhythms and loops and what are the best ways for what kind of people to make it work. And also, do you need to stick to the same thing for the whole time you're homeschooling? I'm sure you know what the answer is to that. So if you are intrigued or interested to check out The Collective, Click the link in the details of this podcast. Join us this weekend. I mean, you can join us anytime. If Whenever you are listening to this, you can still come and join us. But specifically, I'd love for you to follow up listening to this podcast by coming onto the workshop. So you're hearing, hey, this is how you start with the Charlotte Mason philosophy. 
And then you're hearing and kind of joining in with a community who are asking the question, how do I fit it all in and how do I make it work? So there we go. There's my little shout out for the collective. Feel free to pause the um, the podcast now and then hit that link in the uh, in the details of the podcast or go over to my Instagram or Facebook, click the link in my bio um, or go straight over to my website, leahbowden.com and you just click on the collective and we'll see you over there. Okay, let's jump into today's content. So I have four simple steps to help you get started with the Charlotte Mason philosophy. Now, of course, I'm going to caveat all this by encouraging you to read Modern Miss Mason. Modern Miss Mason was never written or published to um, take kind of take the place of reading Charlotte Mason's work or immersing yourself in study of that. Modern Miss Mason really was was written and published to help you um, get that first glance or some encouragement for the journey and a, a 21st century understanding and approach to her philosophy um, either before or whilst you are a practitioner um, just to help you along the way and all the way through that book as you, those of you who have read it I do encourage you hey read what Charlotte says read what Charlotte says I also put it out there because I do understand that some people will never pick up one of those six volumes but they will read um, a book with a butterfly and a crayon on the front so um, hopefully it will draw people in for the first time but also encourage those who um, are in the midst of educating their children this way as well so that is my little shout out again for the book Modern Miss Mason if you have not bought it yet it's been out in the wild for coming up for seven weeks now um, I know it's still making its way around Europe and around the world um, you can get it on audio or kindle uh, but the paperback is a lovely one to hold and read so grab that and then here are four things that you can do if you are brand new to the Charlotte Mason philosophy I've got a four step one two three four number one is pick one of her six volumes to get started on now my general encouragement is if you have children under the age of nine start with volume one if you have children who are older then read volume six now you know I could encourage you to read all of them in order and that's fine as well um all the books have a different purpose um, they all have similar threads through them. They've all got a bit of a story, actually. Um, if you want to know more about the breakdown of the six volumes, um, then go across to the Charlotte Mason and Box course. I know lots of you are on there already. And there is a section on how to approach the books, what, what they're about and how to read them. And maybe at some point I will do a podcast on that just to give you a little bit more insight into those six volumes. But choose one and take a slow read through it with a notebook alongside. Treat yourself, go to TK Maxx, TJ Maxx, whatever it's called where you live, buy one of their beautiful notebooks and have that specifically as a form of narration alongside your reading of her original work. Now, there are loads of work, ways that you can engage with Charlotte Mason's original books. Of course, you can um, buy um, the books on on all the platforms, all the internet platforms, the big one, the big A has lots of them, lots of different types. Um, 
of re reproductions of her books. Uh, go for something like Living Books Press, Simply Charlotte Mason. Um, I know um, the team over at the Charlotte Mason Plenary, they have got, they may have more than this now, but I know I've got two of them, one and six, um, as annotated. So lots of kind of explanations of um, what Charlotte Mason meant. There's so many British um uh way that the way she writes is is not only cultural but it's also in its context very victorian so some of her assumptions of our understanding for that time don't really carry through to 21st century reading so the uh plenary um team have produced a book that helps with that and has those some people don't like that some people like to figure it out for themselves but you know it depends on how you want to approach her work um you can also purchase them i do believe living books press have now almost finished the project they were doing a kickstarter project of um producing the audio versions so they're not on audible they are on a different platform uh, but i've started to listen to volume one and it's absolutely brilliantly done so if I remember, I probably need to write it down as I'm saying it. I will put the links to that also in the notes of this podcast. Um, there are people who have done it as a podcast. If you type into your podcast um, search bar, you can probably find various people who have started to read aloud the books. Many, many years ago, I started to read aloud. Um, I can't even remember which volume it was. It may have been volume one. Um, I've tried doing volume three on Instagram and I get so far and then really it just gets a little bit too much for me. Um, and or I remember trying to read volume one on, um, I'm trying to remember which platform I, I read it aloud on. Some of you have been listening to my stuff for years at will you're probably saying it back to me but there was some audio platform that I started to read aloud on and I remember trying to do it through the winter and having a terrible head cold and sounding awful and still trying to persist with reading and the thing about reading aloud which I now know from uh, recording my audiobook is that sometimes it takes quite a few takes to get those pronunciations right and if you're reading Charlotte Mason's works you it it's just a lot I'm just telling you now bravo to the Living Books Press guys who have produced a brilliant brilliant version um, so audio you can get them on Kindle you can get the books all that is to say just pick one get a notebook read it in as many, you know, as, as long as you can pay attention to it and then just take a few minutes and do your own written narrations. And this is just a fantastic way of slowly embedding her work into the reality of your everyday life. And it's yours. So Charlotte Mason says, you know, when a child digs for knowledge, it becomes their possession. So whatever she says for children, we can say for ourselves. So dig for knowledge yourself. Dig for that knowledge of the, of the educational philosophy that you are feeling drawn towards and narrate it um there is i think i've mentioned this before on my podcast or somewhere that there's a fantastic um lady who is doing this via substack oliver miki if you're listening shout out to you um she is she's really doing this on substack so she is i could well i've i'm reading it as if she's doing this she's reading the books and then doing these short narrations on on substack 
uh, which are brilliant. So again, I will try and link to that uh, because she's just doing a beautiful job and really what we all should be doing continuously if we want to study deeply the work. So that is point number one. Took me a long time to say, didn't it? Point number one is, and you know, put your finger in the air, one, pick one book, pick one book. Number two is pick two of her principles to particularly hone in and gain your own understanding of. So my advice, again, if it was me, I would pick children are born persons and education is the science of relations. Children are born persons. Now, and education is the science of relations. You you can pick your own, of course. If you look through the 20 and you're like, actually, I want to really talk about, I really want to understand the will and the way. I really want to understand um, what this means. Go for it. But just pick two. So one book, two principles. You know, um, if you pick the two that I've suggested, go try and read Karen Glass's In Vital Harmony absolutely brilliant book and it ties these two um, ideas of children are born persons and education is the science of relations and it really focuses on really these are the foundations of the philosophy so there's you two one book two principles my next one would be three methods so pick three from the philosophy three pick three uh, tools or two, three ways that she says, hey, educate in this way and pick three of them. So again, here would be what I would focus on. One would be living books. So gain an understanding of what a living book is. Another one would be narration. Grasp an understanding of narration. Again, Karen Glass, Know and Tell, brilliant book, all about narration. We should do like a book pack, shouldn't we, to 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 um frame this teaching today so um pick three and then another one would be why she tells us to get out in nature so much because that really is a method it is intrinsic to the philosophy uh, many people come to the charlotte mason philosophy uh on the wings of nature studies where lots of people start but why why is that important what is it about uh being outside that is one of the kind of um, method, methods of, of this philosophy. So one book, two principles, three methods. Again, with the methods, what I would suggest, I mean, you can pick anything, prepare dictation, you could, you could do short lessons. I mean, you could go for it, just pick them and gain an understanding of three of them. My, my recommendations would be narration, living books and, and nature, like why she tells us to get outside. So one book, two principles, three methods, and four subjects. Now, we can get very overwhelmed with what it looks like and which subjects to include and which ones I'm missing and what's important right now. But honestly, start with four. Start with four. And then what you're doing is you're building upon the foundations that you set in place. If we start with 10 subjects, some of those are going to crumble and fall to the side. Some of them will never get done. Some of them will just not be remembered or noticed. So why not start from a smaller place and build up? It's always the best key for growing or learning or building anything. We start with a seed. We start with one brick. 
we start with one step. So why do we start with 10 subjects when we approach the Charlotte Mason philosophy? I would encourage you to start with four. Now, you might want to group language arts into one thing, and that's fine. Um, you may want to say, right, we're going to do history. That is absolutely what we're going to do. And then you might say, we are going to do nature study and explore what that looks like. So history, nature study, language arts, language arts, and then maybe maths. And that actually is, you know, those four things. Now, within those subjects, you can tie all sorts in there. Within history, you can have art study within, you know, and poetry. You can tie these things in. It's not like you're suddenly missing out on stuff, but focus on those four subjects. Now, remember, we're putting in building blocks. We're putting in, we're laying foundations here because often what happens is you start focusing on what curriculum to buy rather than what connections should we make and place in the foundations. A strong homeschool isn't built on curriculum. A strong homeschool is built on connection. It's built on clarity and conviction of why you're doing what you're doing. This is how we build for longevity. This is how we build and don't burn out. So start small. Now, if you've been doing this for years and you're completely overwhelmed and you're not really getting anything done, then why not draw right back again, pull back to the basics and say, you know what, I'm going to get back into one book, two principles, three methods and four subjects and build from there. So this really is a little bit of um, encouragement to those who are right at the beginning of that process. And it's also some kind of uh, gently come on, let's get back on with this. Let's get back into what you started off with. And I think what happens often is, you know, mums, parents can get overwhelmed in the middle of a school year or in the middle of a, a season of homeschooling. Maybe you've been doing it five years, seven years, 10 years. And you remembering, you know what, I used to be passionate about this. And what has happened is you've tried to fix um, the not quite doing it right. And I say that with, you know, inverted commas around them that, you know, I don't talk like that about doing things right. But what you're trying to do, you try to fix it by buying something. You've gone online and, uh, okay, there must be a curriculum I can buy to fix this, to actually make this happen and tick that box. Uh, and you absolutely have every freedom to do that, to go with what you feel is right for that season. But if you are listening to this and feeling that, oh, yeah, I want to get back to that, how I felt so passionate about those beginning days, about where it all started, then maybe you could take these four steps again. And, you know, I've been doing this for many years, creeping up to two decades, and I still have to sometimes, and I've got one full-time home-educated child at home. I have one part-time, one full-time. And... um you know, I know that these years are going to be flying by, but still right now I'm thinking, right, how do I come back to the beautiful basics of this philosophy and really enter into why I, why I started this? What was it that captivated me in the first place? And what is it that will keep me going for the future? Yesterday I posted, um, 
a, a, a post on Instagram and I guess it's on Facebook as well. And really, this is a, a simple definition of the Charlotte Mason philosophy that I have taken years and years over to define, not that I've been revisiting it years and years, but I know that it wasn't until I'd got to this point where I've been studying this philosophy, immersing myself in the practice of it for, for so long that I wanted to simplify it for others. Hence me waiting this long to, to write a book or publish a book or get anything out there that says, hey, let me help you. I wouldn't rush that. I was in no rush to do that because I wanted to know for myself. I fully feel like I understand what this is about, what it looks like for our family and how we can help others in the 21st century find their freedom with the philosophy. So I'm just going to read out this definition. Now, this is in the book. I believe it's in. Um, no, I'm not even going to say I can't remember which part of the book it's in, but I was going to say the introduction, but I think I've, I've popped this in later on. And um, this is what it said. This is the quote. The Charlotte Mason philosophy is ultimately an inside out education. It challenges how we view a child. It beckons us to believe that they are already whole. Our job is then to facilitate variety and quality of study through books, experiences and activities whilst leaving room for inside out processing rather than outside in spoon feeding. And that's it. Beautifully simple yet deeply and richly rewarding. Now, I know that's not it. I know there's so much more that comes from it once you're immersed in it and practicing it. But I think the more we can simplify our approach to the philosophy, the more that we can be generous with the space and hospitable with um, the work that we're doing. Bring others in. This was never intended to be a small purist space space and place where only certain types of people can do this. It was never supposed to be that way. And I think I don't want to be a part of something that's like that. I want to be in a split. A, a, I'm getting the words space and place <laughs> mixed up. But I want to be in a space and a place where it is warm and inviting. It is hospitable and generous. That's hopefully what is conveyed through the book, Modern Miss Mason. That's hopefully what I host in the collective and hopefully what you will find for your family, for your children and for your expression of parenting, of motherhood, of fathering, that actually it it's not a list of shoulds and coulds and, 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 and you get this tightening feeling inside your body. This should bring delight and that's actually what I'm I'm here and wanting to talk about more and more is are we finding delight and are we growing? Well, that is really what I've got time for today. I'm just going to recap on those four things. So here are four steps that you can take to starting off with the Charlotte Mason philosophy. Find, uh, choose one book from her six volumes that you can slowly read with a notebook in hand and then do your own written narration. So one book, 
Choose two of the principles to learn about, to fully immerse yourself in and practice with your children. The two that I recommend are children are born persons and education is the science of relations. Again, I recommend Karen Glass's book in Vital Harmony. Number three is choose three of her methods to learn about, immerse yourself in and practice with your children. The three that I recommend, choose as many as you want from the 20, well, choose whichever ones you want from the 20. The three that I recommend starting with is learn to discern what a living book is, um, understand, get, gain an understanding of narration and begin to practice that with your children. And the third one would be nature. Why does she tell us to get outside so much? Grasp an understanding of that and begin to practice that with your children. And number four is choose four subjects. Don't overload yourself to start off with. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start simple. Put the bricks in place, the building bricks, the cornerstones, whatever you want to call them. Things that are a beginning and start from there and you will build strong. Start with a seed and you will grow strong and let's all do this journey together to for growth and for longevity and for health. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so glad that you lingered and listened. I hope that you have an amazing weekend if you are listening to this live and a great day wherever you are. I will be back here next week with more kind of coffee chat chats really around these ideas within the Charlotte Mason philosophy. Mm -hmm.